Hey y'all, this is Mark. And Caitlin. And, and we, we are Beauty's Beastly Closet. Thanks for joining us with Reseller Bootcamp, where family and business meet. We are here to teach you what we've learned over the years in our resale business and how to start and grow your own. We hope to add value to your business and to your day. So stay tuned and we'll hop right to it. Today we're going to talk about sourcing items that will actually sell. There are three steps to getting to that point. Brand research, style research, and price research. So I'm going to walk you through each of these steps and how to create your own bolo list for future sourcing trips. But before we get there, now's your chance to grab a notebook and take notes if this is all new to you or you can simply enjoy listening. Before we hop into it, here's our verse of the day. Ephesians 4, 21 through 24. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4, 21 through 24. In order to source items that will sell, let's start at the beginning with how to get to that point. We start at home with our own stuff so we don't spend any money. And then you go online before you ever go sourcing. Um, and here's the three steps that will help you get there. First off, like I said, start in your own home. Go in all of the closets that you have. Yours, if you have kids, go to your kids' closets, your spouse's closet. If, you're in, if your mom lives with you, go to your mom's closet. <laughs> Make sure you have permission, obviously, for that one. But um, start in your own house. This will give you the best research and educate you in the cheapest way so that if you make mistakes, you can learn by trial and error with your own stuff. You're not out of pocket at all. You're learning and you're making money off of your own stuff and you're getting your space cleared out. So, like I said, we start at home. We're going to go online before you ever go sourcing into a store. <laughs> so here are three steps to help you get there. Brand research. With this step, you'll be online looking up sold listings. I'll explain this um, with the Poshmark app since it's the simplest. I think it's the simplest to use. You go to the Poshmark homepage. You click the category you want to sell in, like um, women, kids, men, whatever category. They have electronics, home, pets, that kind of thing. Then you scroll down and click sold on the left of the screen. This is going to bring up all of the items in that category that have sold. Meaning these are brands that are desirable. You can base that on like people have actually bought these. These aren't just listed. These are sold. Now I know that this is a bit overwhelming because this hasn't narrowed anything down for us other than this is all of the women's stuff or this is all of the kids stuff. <laughs> so now you can narrow down your search as to the categories that you like sourcing for or that you like wearing. You already have knowledge about um, purses. You love purses. So go to the women's purses category because you already know those some of those brands that are going to pop up. Do things that you already have knowledge in first. Master that in reselling first so that it's not just 
everything's new and hard and difficult and you get burnt out. Start with what you know. So for me, this is mainly jeans and dresses. Every time I go sourcing, that is what I am looking for. If I find other things, um, then it's awesome. But those are the two things that I go to first because every time I find a pair of jeans or a dress, I just feel like I've found a gem, (laughs) a hidden gem. But for you, it may be shoes or purses, like I said, or skirts or dress pants. Like for every person, it's going to be different what you enjoy sourcing and what you have knowledge in already. So now you'll want to write down brands in those categories that you see over and over again um, that have been sold, obviously. Keep this list when you are out sourcing to refer back to. Now we're not done yet. (laughs) Now that we've done brand research, we need to hop into style research. So you have all your brands written out. Now you're going to go back and see what styles in those brands and categories that you're looking for are actually selling. Uh, You'll do the exact same process that you did with brand research. For example, you keep seeing free people jeans, but only bell bottoms are being sold. Write that style down next to the brand. Um, You see Adriana Goldschmied, Goldschmied, however people say it. (laughs) Um, but only the skinny jeans are selling. Write that down. You want to sell Gal Meets Glam, but only the dresses are selling. Write that down. So those are the styles. You need to make sure that you're getting desirable styles. Does that make sense? (laughs) I hope that is really super simple. That's the easiest way I could break it down. Um, So after you have your brand and style research done, then we're gonna go to price research. This is a little bit more in depth, so stay with me. Make sure if you need to take notes for this part, you do. So now that we know how to research our brands and styles, this this step comes when you're outsourcing. When you find an item you think is sellable, whip out your phone and pull out the Google app Then you can click the picture or the image capture button at the top of the search on Google. Then you take a picture real quick of the item in question. So you just hang it real quick back on the rack to where you can get a clear view of it. Um, And Google capture will pull up all the items that look similar to this. And hopefully your exact item will be in that um, search. If so, you'll be able to immediately see the worth and potential, um, what you can profit from it. You can also use the website Sellhound, which I do when I'm actually doing price research at home for this option, but you have to manually type in what you have instead of taking a picture of it. This whole process is simple once you get the hang of it, but it has a few steps. So our step one in this process is research. As you source, even if it's time consuming, so you're not throwing your money away with a bad buy. You can do this individually as you go or at the end of your sourcing trip in bulk before you check out. So like I said, take those pictures, look up the style, look up the brand and like if it's a yellow dress, type in free people yellow dress and see what comes up in the sold filter. You always want to look at solds. Um, 
to make sure that you're buying something that has actually sold, that's actually wanted by people. So then we have, we go from research to pricing your items. Here's how you get the actual price you want to list your items at. Once you've researched your brands and styles and find those gems you want to take home, you then look up that specific item online or an app and see what it's sold for. You find all the solds for that exact item or similar items and average the sold prices. You don't take the absolute highest. You don't take the absolute lowest. Never take the absolute lowest. (laughs) I generally suggest starting with listing your items at that median average point. As you grow in this business, you can decide whether you want to go towards that higher sold price and wait longer to sell or sell faster at that medium point. It's all about building your brand of business. In the beginning, you want your items to move quick, quick, quick. Sorry, I hope you could tell that was a snap. (laughs) So price them accordingly to make a profit, but still attract buyers quickly. If you price way too high in the very beginning, nobody's going to want to come to your Poshmark shop. um, And so you're probably not going to sell half as many items as you would if you priced Um, competitively. So make sure you're price researching and price it at that medium point in the very beginning until you've learned and get the hang of this whole reselling thing. So then you're going to double, triple check the condition of your items while you're in store. So when you get home, you aren't surprised with a huge stain or a flaw you can't sell. Although flawed items are sellable, but you must, must, must disclose what the flaw is with description and pictures so your buyer is not blindsided and unhappy with the buy because they didn't know there was a stain or a snag or a hole. I still wind up bringing home flawed items because I get sloppy in my excitement, but my flawed ratio is way down. So be careful because sometimes they will sneak up on you, even if you're doing uh, retail arbitrage. Sometimes you'll get a flawed item because people try them on in the fitting rooms. They get... um, lipstick on it, makeup on it, deodorant on it, where they put their toe through a hole and rip it in the jeans. Like (laughs) you never can tell. So just be careful. All right. Now to our bolo list. Here's another fun part of this business, building your own bolo list. Bolo just stands for be on the lookout. Now that you know how to research items that will sell and you've done so and you've gone sourcing at this point, you will have an idea of the types of brands and styles available to you in your specific location. Obviously, this is different for every different area of the United States of the world. We're not all going to have the same things available to us where we live. So now you can start making a list of brands you know will sell based on your research, and then as you source, add brands or check mark the brands on your previous list that you actually have and see in your thrift stores or sourcing spots that you pick. This will, like I said, obviously be different in different parts of the country. What one finds in LA or New York will be different than what I find here in Oklahoma. So with that in mind, our bolo lists should be different. You're not going to want to go buy them from someone online for $5 or $15 because it's n- they're not in the same place that you are <laughs> in your reselling business or probably in your uh, geography, your location, geographical location. I think that's the right way. 
to say it. <laughs> uh, plus, I think it's fun to discover new brands on my own. We have a printout with brands we know sell and then brands that we would love to find or that we um, like to be watching for. And this list is changing all the time. Like we have a basic list to go by and then um, we add to it. We take away from it. If we find that brand and realize like, ah, eh, this really isn't selling for the a profit that we enjoy making. So let's just scratch it off. So yes, we take our list with us still six years later, six plus years, um, just in case we find a new brand that we've been wanting or to add to our list. Another way to make a list is by taking pictures of the brand tags. You can do this in store if you don't want to take it home because you haven't done the research, or you can do it once you get the items home. Um, even if it's a brand that you do know, take a picture of the tag, the brand tag, and keep a file folder on your phone to reference back to. So you don't have to carry around a piece of paper with a list of names. This helps with simply recognizing a tag rather than having to remember the exact brand name on your own. Most of the time, <clears throat> sorry, most of the time a hubby will call or text me from the other side of the store to ask about a brand and I'll have to ask what the tag looks like. He's like, uh, do we buy this brand? And it'll be some name that I've heard of, but I cannot picture it in my mind. And then he'll tell me, and sometimes it's a brand that I always put back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, 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 we're not. We're not taking that. It's a gorgeous item, but we're not taking that. <laughs> but I wouldn't know if I didn't know what the tag looked like. So I threw a lot at you today. A lot of information that's valuable, but it was still a lot. So I hope these tips and steps and lessons help you avoid some of the mistakes that I made in the very beginning so that you can really get the ball rolling in your reselling business. Remember, we want to find things that will actually sell. So be sure to research those selling brands and styles. Research those prices to make sure they're a good ROI or return on investment. And create your own BOLO list for your area and for your dream finds. This business is your own, so make it your own by sourcing and doing the things you find fun and joy in. Your business is in your hands. Make the most of it. Now go out and source smart, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us in today's episode of Reseller Bootcamp. I hope you learned something new, and if so, please leave us a comment or reach out to us on Instagram at Beauty's Beastly Closet. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one. Again, thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. See ya.